Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse presents the Colvin Brothers Podcast. Well, let me tell you something, brother. My name is Michael. I've always dreamed about having a brother. It's the Colvin Brothers Show. Oh, boy. Michael is the music guy. I'm the movie guy. Put us together. We're the Colvin Brothers. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. You're listening to the Colvin Brothers. You're my kid brother. You take care of me. So... What did your brother do to you? It's not a Colvin brother. He left the cast show up. <laughs> yes. Perhaps we're long lost brothers. Colvin brothers on Z93. The six o'clock alarm. Oh, brother. Number six for Colvin. Mom always likes you best. Michael! The Colvin brothers. Ash Brown. On Z93. It's the Colvin brothers Thanksgiving show. everybody it's sunday and you know what that means it's time for the colvin brothers on z93 this week it's our thanksgiving show but we're calling it planes trains and automobiles well we discovered last year much to our uh, surprise that there's really only like four or five rock tunes about being grateful or thankful so steven's favorite movie or one of your one of your favorite movies is planes trains and automobiles it's 1987 the thanksgiving theme so i was like you know what that would also work for the tunes doobie brothers long train running in that train brought in my father-in-law and our producer breckman is with us hey 
it's the Breck Man. Studio. Did you come by train, Breck, or by car, or by a plane? Uh, I tried all three modes of transportation, but the car seemed the most reasonable. Tickets? Okay. Tickets? I need tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, haven't, I don't know the last time I've been on a train. Me and Michael, uh, we went to go see uh, J.B. Smooth oh, down wasn't in that a great, great night? But we drove down, but some people will take the train from you know where Mahoney's is, our sponsor, all the way down to Peekskill. But uh, yeah, we drove. We, yeah. I got a little play-by-play of where the Colvins grew up and the push cars and everybody else. Yeah, Stephen, uh, you know, we were all five kids, all Frank and Judy's five kids were born in Peekskill. And we moved out. He was only two months old. He's like, so is this where mom would have pushed me around the stroll? I'm like, no. <laughs> so we were packing for two months to get you the hell out of here so you didn't get kidnapped by the locals. Yeah, because when I was a kid, you went to grandma's house, you went to Aunt Jean's, and the next door was Georgie over there. But we never went into downtown Peekskill, you know, so that was new to me, which was pretty cool. Our yeah. first time at the Paramount. Oh, it was cool. It was great to be back on our own stomping grounds. I saw the closed school that I attended through second grade, Assumption, uh, where the nuns, I'm still tra- traumatized because the nuns, that was back when, you probably remember this, Breck, if you wrote left-handed, they would smack you with a ruler to make you write with the right hand. Kids today don't understand that stuff. Yep, I know. I flunked cursive, and uh, my parents wanted to know why, and it's because Sister Mary Lou whacked me with that steel ruler. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something, Breck, okay? We just had Thanksgiving. And we just had Black Friday. Now, growing up, were you the guy that went out and tried to get those Black Friday deals, or was that Terry? Absolutely not. I refused to go on (laughs) the midnight, waiting in line. Absolutely not. However, there was one Thanksgiving where we had to find a movie at a red box on Black Friday night, and we were all over and never did find the movie. Because red box is very current. So you're talking, what, 2012, 2013? That's about the right time. I said last year when we did the Thanksgiving show, I never had heard the term Black Friday until I was doing retail in 1987. The Galleria was in its first year, and I was working at Tape Town. And we would do these iron days, you know, which means you, you know, we'd work like 10 to 10 or what have you. But, you know, that was the first time that anybody ever said Black Friday. I'm like, what the hell is that? Do you remember the term from earlier than the 80s? Because I think it's just something that I think it's something that they made up to get you to go out and buy crap. I think it was absolutely a retailing gimmick that was yeah. made up because it was never a thing. No, well, that, that's kind of what I got. Uh, grown up on because I worked at Burlington Co. Factory when I first started, and they always said, Colvin, you have to work Christmas Eve. And then I would go over to, I think at that time, it was Michael's house mm. back but, in the day. But the term definitely came from supposedly the retailers worked at a loss all, all throughout the year, and it was finally b- Black Friday because when they made it into the black. Made it into the black is right. Colvin Brothers on Z93 is sponsored by Mahoney's. You can go down there and check out football. Rams and Packers in progress while you listen to the Colvin Brothers on Z93. If you want to check out the daily specials or anything that's Mahoney's, Mahoney'sIrishPub.com. Had the biggest party night of the year on Wednesday. I know that you were never going to come, but uh, El Nino was upset. Donde esta su hermano? I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I can't get him out unless he's getting paid. How many cor- it's just the way it is. How many coronas did he have? Siete! Siete! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Our next song, Jim Carrey sings it best at, uh, have you ever saw the movie the cable guy with matthew broderick classic michael doesn't watch movies but nah. I, don't, I don't know if you follow the show you're always in the next studio playing <laughs> playing, playing a sudoku right is that what you do absolutely uh but our song is jefferson airplane somebody love and uh who are we going to send it out to who's who who's somebody that you love breck man you're going to send it out right now my wife of 44 years ms terry all right we're the coven brothers on z93 when the truth is found to be
Hey, it's the Coleman Brothers, and the holiday season is finally here. We highly recommend Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse in Poughkeepsie to host your private party. They feature three great options. The small room can hold parties up to 25 people. The clotter room can accommodate up to 85 people, featuring your own bar and dance floor. And the vast room can hold parties from 30 to 200 people. Privacy for meetings, holiday parties, rehearsal dinners, retirement parties, anything you want. Mahoney's is the ho-ho home of private parties. Book your next event today. Visit Mahoney'sIrishPub.com. It's the Colvin Brothers Thanksgiving show. You have any idea how fast you were going? Well, funnily enough, I was just talking to my friend about that. Our speedometers melted, and as a result, it's very hard to say with any degree of accuracy exactly uh, how fast we were going. On Z93. Z93, planes, trains, and automobiles. We got the cars shaking up for Mia hanging out at the Bagel Bin in the South Hills Mall today. Oh, I love the Bagel Bin, and I also love the South Hills Mall. I miss the South Hills Mall. Now it's the shops at yeah. South Hills Mall. They had the Family Dental Center, Fashions of India, and Orange you, Julius, Stephen. Orange Julius. Well, Orange Julius, there's a whole story about Julius Anderson on the Renegades. I don't know if Derek and the Glide are listening, but they're probably laughing right now. Oh. A little inside story involving uh, this girl, Nicole. But anyways. <laughs> okay. uh, I want to meet Nicole. Um, anyways, I'd just like to, uh, you know, kind of keep in mind, you know, throughout this weekend, Thanksgiving, we transition to Christmas, Breck Man. What are you putting the tree up? The tree will go up as soon as the Thanksgiving decorations come down. All right. Well, we cut down our tree on Friday, so it's sitting in water. We're going to put it up after the show today. I'm allergic, so I can't go to Stephen's house until 2022. Hey, man. And, and once I take that tree, me and Tanner, we bring it outside and we stare at it decay throughout the year in the woods. Do you remember how I used to gag yes. on Christmas? Our parents only got, only got 
real trees twice. I want to say in 85 and 86. And in those days, my room was right outside Frank's living room. We've established on the show that Jude had a living room and Frank had a living room. And for the life of me, I couldn't figure out what the problem was that first year. But yeah, I was, I'm was i deathly allergic to live Christmas trees. There's no question. There's a lot of sneezing, Breck, man. And you've been around Mad Mike probably now for, I don't know, eight years? Nine. Right? Nine. Nine years. When was the first time the handkerchief was pulled out of his pocket? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it probably was on our very first meeting. And, and uh, I met you on Thanksgiving night, 2012. That is that was That was the big meet. I was on my way, because I always do karaoke at Mahoney's, and I just started dating your daughter, and things were good in those days. And um, <laughs> so I, I met her up there, because she introduced me, and I, I liked you right away. And I remember very soon after that meeting, I said, if I ever do radio again, I'm bringing you with me, and damn it, I did. Thank you so much for that, and you are a man of your word. The Colvin Five. Are you ready for the Colvin Five? Five. 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 On Z93. The Colvin Five, what's the one food you could avoid at the dinner table every Thanksgiving? We do this on the Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook page. I put up a little meme. You guys go nuts with it. And then yeah. we talk about it on the air. Well, you know, I'm very grateful that Breck still has me at the Thanksgiving table along with his sister-in-law, Louise, and wife, Terry, while um, Bryce and her mother do stuff in Connecticut. But you can vouch for me. What do I eat? I eat, I eat a wing. And a drumstick. And a drumstick. A piece of bread and a little corn. And that's it. I don't touch any of that other stuff. You don't do mashed potatoes or stuffing uh, or, or you know gravy. What? I, I will eat Louise's stuffing because she puts sausage in uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like all the basics. Uh, the, the mashed potatoes I'll tolerate, but it's just never been my jam. I'm a, I'm a baked potato man. I never liked sweet potatoes until my wife made them. She makes them so it's more sugary than, than what, what my mom used to do. Because my mom didn't want to give us sugar. You had to wait till you're stocking on Christmas morning, Breck. Yeah, our mother just assumed everybody <laughs> in the family had diabetes. Number five, D.O.T. Taylor. Not a big fan of eggplant. Or you yes. called one. Oh, I'm still in bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what we got on number four there, kid? Number four, he's probably bicycling right now through Seattle because he got tired of being in Denver. It's Denver Darren Gizzards. When I saw Mommy pull it out, add some breadcrumbs and push it back in, then your older brother tells you what it really is, so you're yeah. going to have to take a pass on that one. <laughs> That's always like a big coming-of-age moment <laughs> when the older sibling or relative tells you what the Gizzards I think are. our sister, Jennifer, mm. uh, well, there was one year she hosted, and this was I think there was probably like three of Michael's ex-girlfriends there, including Kozlov, and she forgot forgot to take like a you know, little package that sits in the turkey. Yes, she cooked it with, <laughs> with, with the plastic inside. Number three, Ray Haran, Lord of the Rings. He says mashed potato is just a waste of good space, and I have to agree. I will tolerate the mashed potato, but it is not a favorite. Love mashed potatoes. You can put a little uh, gravy. Actually, you know, pour a lot of gravy on there. I always tell my wife, I want gravy on everything. And once in a while, I should make it. But I'm all about the gravy, and my father-in-law hooks me up. What do we got for number two there, Breckman? Declan and New Pulse and Cousin Amy. Green bean casserole. Yeah, that's just vomit, man. Yeah, I can't. A, I can't do it. There's a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> you know. Well, that, like I guess the idea is that you take your cream mushroom soup and add. Um, the sliced green beans, which I don't even like those by themselves. And it's just, I look at that and I'm like, no, I can't do it. Yeah, nobody's pickier than, I don't know how Bryce is, but my kids, you know, you, on Thanksgiving they'll have like a buttered roll, maybe a little piece of turkey, and then they're they're waiting for that uh, you know dessert tray to come out. Yes. <laughs> or give me some nuggets, nuggets and fries. Big closer. Big closer, Jennifer Marlboro, Harry Jimenez in Florida. Woody, he's a Woody. He's, he's a Woody. Woody. And he knows who he is. And he knows the speed that he has. Are we ready? Thanks, kid. <laughs> and also the Sizz. This is mine, too. I remember Mom used to, used to put it out every single year. I never touched it. I don't think Frank touched it. Did Dad ever touch the cranberry sauce? Uh, for some reason, I, I do associate him with eating the cranberry sauce. I yeah. feel like Mom was the only one, and maybe, I don't know. Like Mom Jennifer. ate weird stuff, man. Well, cranberry sauce is a staple, but it's yeah. not a staple for the Sizz. So I'm going to have to pass on that one. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just There's something about when you open up a can and just go... All right, that's the Colvin Five, folks. Hi, this is Lewis Chu. You're listening to the Colvin Brothers Thanksgiving Show on Z93. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Those aren't pillows.
It's the Coleman Brothers on Z93, planes, trains, and automobiles. Thanksgiving weekend, you know, if you're still eating those leftovers, as Brickman uh, alluded to earlier. A little Aerosmith in your background, Train Kept a Rolling. Yeah, from their second album, Get Your Wings. It's a cover of a, a song that the Yardbirds originally covered, and it rocks. So there you go. That's why we did it. We got a brand new sponsor. I'm pretty excited about I'm this. I'm very excited. We just, I just said rocks. What do we? Who is sponsoring this break, kid? Well, the portion of the show is sponsored by Locks That Rock on Route 9 in Wappingers Falls. Make your hair appointment for the holidays today. LocksThatRock.com. Karen, Michael's known her for a really long time. Yeah, it's, I, you know, I hate dating ourselves, carbon dating, but you know, the bottom line <laughs> is I was working at Let's Rock at Let's Dance uh, from 89 to 93, and that's how I met Karen. She was out there faithfully every week, and I want to say even then, she would sponsor, we would do the Best Dressed Rocker Contest. Oh, okay. And uh, people like Butch Jones and Ralph from Ericus and uh, a couple of other guys uh, would, would just, I mean, the I have video of all this. They would they would just come together with the most 80s leathered out outfits that you can imagine. Really Really impressive, really impressive, and she was a big part of those days, and it's great to have her aboard the show. When I was working for the Poughkeepsie Journal, this was 2015, I walked into Locks That Rock, mm. and uh, Karen's like, she's like, Who are you? you're Mikey's brother? She came over, and she punched me really hard in the arm, but I actually liked that. I started laughing, and uh, you know, we became friends from there, yeah. and she's been my client in three different stops, and here we are now. She's a Colvin Brothers sponsor. Even she's- though Steven has never had Locks That Rock. I've had Locks That Rock. <laughs> yeah. I've got pictures of me with Locks That Rock. I was like, you know, the, the Hudson Valley's version of Michael Hutchins for a few years there. And she's got a lot of fundraisers coming up because she's associated with the chance and obviously yes. we know that we lost Frank and we lost Carol in this past year. Yeah, there's going to be a big thing happening there on the 18th. I'm hoping to be a part of it, but I'm still waiting for the phone call. So it is Thanksgiving weekend and uh, the voice of the show, Greg O'Brien, has been in Texas since 2003 for a three-year <laughs> for a three-year Bro, stint. I'm moving for, back this weekend. For a three-year stint with Bill Young Productions. Well, that three years turned into 18, but he spent the week driving home. Home being New Jersey for him, so he was unable to do the production load that that is usually required for this show. So we thought, well, you know what, Breckman's coming into the studio, and you know we've got kind of a format laid out. We'll just wing it. So what we're going to do is a live version of our very popular feature, "Don't Turn Into Breckman," the Thanksgiving edition. Yeah, Breckman. I mean, this is your thing. This is like a staple. People text me saying they look forward to this, and we're going to do it for every holiday. Oh yeah, people. People will send us uh, things just to get you to say them. <laughs> so, so if you're going away on a cruise for Christmas, we're going to have to get uh, "Don't Grow Up to Be Breckman" this Christmas before you head out into the water. I will send it to you via the Virgin Islands. All, All right, right, here we go. The Colvin Brothers want to remind you that you don't have to turn into their producer Breckman this Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving and you don't eat meat? For the love of Pete. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Pete prefers tofurkey. <laughs> Kmart's has a Black Friday sale. Grab me some long johns and a package of red pistachios. Sure. Right after I grab your tidbits, jello pudding pops, and pizza spins. <laughs> How come none of you have accepted my friend requests on Facebook? Which one, Breck? You've been hacked so often you have 17 profiles. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Aunt Kathy. I was say, shout out to Aunt Kathy and Jimmy Loud. Looks delicious. Save the neck for me. <laughs> you sure you want to pass up on the gizzards and offal? <laughs> Next door neighbor told me to stop telling Thanksgiving jokes. But I couldn't quit cold turkey. Oh, that's a Breckman classic. <laughs> Breckman again. <laughs> Complete with bad trombone. Stop playing with my giblets. Oh, man, Breck, when's the last time that was done? 46? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to turn into Breckman this Thanksgiving. Pardon me, boy. Is that the Chittenango choo-choo? <laughs> <laughs> Keep listening to the Colvin Brothers. We can help. Happy Thanksgiving from Nina Blackwood. Goofy. And Frankenstein. Oh, oh, Happy Turkey Day oh, there, Mickey. God, these mashed potatoes. Fire back. 100% classic. Z93. Made it to the 
It's the Coleman Brothers on Z93. Happy Thanksgiving if you're still celebrating with all that leftover turkey. Pearl Jam giving the fly. It's going out to all you Pearl Jam fans. I went down there back in the day in 1998, New Jersey. I don't believe uh, they're still there anymore. Either are the Nets. So oh, I don't know. Uh, the Brendan Byrne Arena? <laughs> Is that what it was called? It, well, it was, that's For me, it was what, just the Meadowlands. No, no, that's what Lane, Lane and I will call it. It hasn't been the Brendan Byrne in like 25 years. Yeah. But it, it, it's just a, a symptom of a bigger problem. One of the bigger stories this year is that the Staples Center, which has been housing the Clippers, Lakers, Kings, and whoever else for decades, is changing its name to some awful.com. Uh, I think with the turning of the year, and it's really got people upset more so than like you know like Pac Bell has been like seven different names, but yeah, it, for some reason like even though Staples is is an advertiser, it's the Staples Center it just sounds right. Like Wrigley Field, people don't realize this. Wrigley Field is named after the gum company. It was the very first stadium of its kind to be named after its sponsor. But could you imagine it changing its name to Meta, Meta Stadium or something crazy like that? Well, that's one thing that you'll know is that Yankee Stadium will never fall for that trick. Shea Stadium did, as Scott Harlan would say, I'm still calling it Shea. But <laughs> it's never going to ever be uh, something like Bradley Stadium instead of a Yankee Stadium. We are the Colvin Brothers, and uh, we always refer to him, and he's our faithful producer, whether he's in Florida, Hatch Lake, or on a cruise in the Mediterranean, as he will be in a few weeks. But Breckman's in the studio today, and Sis uh, came up with a special feature so that we can highlight who this man is. This game is called Truth or Lie, okay? So each of us, Michael... Breck and uh, me. This says we're just going to basically give you like two sentences, and you can play along at home. So if you're listening, and you're probably listening on the podcast, so thank you so much for doing that. You basically just play along, and you kind of figure out, are we telling the truth, or are we lying? Each of us are going to interview the other person. Okay. All right, so Breckman is our guest. He's going to lead off. He's uh, Lenny Dyshirt today. For my 21st birthday party, I had in attendance the Almond Brothers, the Grateful Dead, and the band. Okay. All right, so you're probably better at math, Michael. What year would that be? 1973. Okay. The Watkins Glen Show. Now, when you say you celebrated with them, did you get a chance to meet them, or you just went to the concert? As a vocalist, unfortunately, they didn't need my backup vocals. Uh, of right. course, Breckman at the time was a member of the Colgate 13, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. What band closed the show, and what was the song that closed the show? <laughs> now you've stumped me. I believe it was... The band, and it might have been the night they drove old Dixie. That down. would make sense. You can always go to setlist. Uh, FM. I know. I know for a fact. Breck's got to be telling the truth because Watkins Glen was like the last big festival of its kind. Even though it took place in '73, it was in the style and spirit of Monterey, Woodstock, and Altamont. That, of course, were in the '60s. All right. So Michael says true. I don't know what you guys are saying at home, but I'm going to also say true. What is it, Breck? You are correct. Oh, it's the truth. So, Mad Mike's turn. Is it mine? Yep. I went to Pittsburgh in 1992 to chase after a chick I met at a wedding. Turned out to be a waste of time, so I went to a bar, and this dude I met asked if I could give him a ride. So, you know, I'm 23 years old. I've got nothing else going on. I'm in Pittsburgh, so I figured, why not? Halfway to where we're going, he takes out a Mountain Dew can turns it into a makeshift pipe and starts smoking crack right in my car. <laughs> it turns out I was bringing him to a crack house to score. He goes inside for about 10 minutes and jumps back in the car and yells, Go! They've got guns! This is almost a premise of the new rock show. Breck, you, <laughs> on, M- on NBC. Speaking of rock. <laughs> what happened on NBC, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson purchased a car, but when he purchased the car for like uh, 50 bucks, mm. he didn't realize there was a guy in the back that was still sleeping and he was a crack guy. Oh, oh my wow. God. But oh Michael my God. doesn't watch that show, so no. I don't know. Wow. What do you think? Let's let's uh, ask uh, some questions. Who do, who'd you go with? I went by myself. I met the girl at a wedding I did at Anthony's Pier Nine, and uh, we hit it off at the wedding. You know, it was back in the, it was I was like in my early twenties, so I used to actually pick chicks up at weddings. All right. Um, and she was interested. This was way before internet or social media, so the only way to see her again was to physically go and see her. I had gotten her number. Called her up and you know, took the six and a half hour drive. There was a Steelers game that day that I couldn't have attended because I got there too late, but I pulled into the parking lot just as they were letting out the game. All yeah. right, well, I have the definitive question. Mm. If you've been to Pittsburgh, obviously it's the home of Three Rivers Stadium. What is the name of the Three Rivers? The Allegheny, the Ohio, and the third one. <laughs> <laughs> the Monongahela. Yeah, I'm never going to remember that. Oh, man. See, Michael. Michael definitely got a lot of strange back in the day, but I'm trying to remember there was this girl named Rockin' Robin. If this was like the oh, this, time this frame. would have been after that, yeah, nine ninety two. Again, the key of the story was it was a waste of time to go out there for the chick. That's why I ended up taking this guy on his ride because I had no, I, I didn't know anybody. This guy, <laughs> hey, can you give me a ride? I'm like, yeah, yeah I can, you know. 
Um, I'm, I'm going to go, Brecky. You can uh, you can go after me. I'm, I'm going to say this is a lie. I believe it's false as well. No, it's 100 percent true. <laughs> oh. never, I've never been so scared in my life. I don't remember dropping him off at the end. Like I just know I brought him somewhere, and he said, "Go!" They got guns, and then, and I, I, I somehow managed to get him out of my car. And I was like, "All right, I am never doing anything like that again." <laughs> it happened. Here's mine. You know that large divide that splits the highways as you're going up north, or on the, on the, the median, on the throughway, the median, yeah. So we were on our way. It was it was me, my friend Sean, and uh, my friend JP. We were on our way to go visit Albert. It was at Plattsburgh in those days. Yeah, and this is before cell phones, and uh, we were supposed to be there at nine o'clock. And uh, you know, I was sleeping in the back seat of the car. And when I woke up, all I saw was bushes as Sean's car went off the road during a snowstorm, and we went into the median, into the middle, and we made our way out without any help. Well, I have one question. What's your question? Was there a series of donuts? Before the car wound up in the median. <laughs> no, I, like I said, I was asleep. And literally when I woke up, all I saw was all these bushes hitting his windshield as we're going down a slope. And we're all freaking out because we're like, yeah. all we had was beepers back in the day. Mm-hmm. And we're in a part of the highway where there's nothing around. And who, you know, who are you going to call? Well, but, how, how did you actually get rescued? Somehow Sean was able to get up through the median and me and JP got out. We pushed and we got all the way back up to the top. We were so freaked out that we went to a local diner. As we walked into the diner, every um, part of the first entrance was all these signs that said missing persons. No. Something that you would see in a horror movie. Uh, all right, so you take a stab at it. What do you think? True or false there, Breckman? It's bizarre enough that I believe it's true. I think it's a true story as well. <laughs> I thought he was going to tell the story about the McDonald's in the city, but uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's, that's, it's, another, that's another long story. Is it true? Yeah, it is true. All right, hey! so all of us had true stories. There you go. Yeah, and somehow we made it to Albert's at 1 o'clock in the morning in Plattsburgh. Albert's. We're the Colvin Brothers on Z93. And now, the Colvin Brothers go live to their man on the street. Um, Woody? Oh, hey, Colvin Brothers. Woody is here on location on the sidewalk of Grand Union with his live report. Don't forget to grab Crystal Gravy this Thanksgiving and invite your family to taste the future. Thanks, Louis. There appears to be a chopper circling over Imperial Plaza. Wait, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's a dark object. Perhaps a skydiver? A second? A third? No parachute yet. Oh my god, they're turkeys! They're crashing to the earth right in front of our eyes! One just went through the windshield of a parked car! This is terrible! Oh, the humanity! The turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement. The crowd is running for their lives. I thought it would work. We planned it right down to the last detail. It was perfect. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Back to you guys. <laughs> Celebrating 30 years of Rock and Locks, Karen and her staff at Locks at Rock and Wampagers Falls are your hair design destination. Affordable, comfortable, and personalized service is what you can expect every time. Locks at Rock offers hair services to all women, men, children, and seniors. Whether you need a haircut, new hair color, or have a special occasion coming up, they are your go-to hair salon. Located right there on Route 9 in Wampagers Falls, give them a call at 845-227-4021 to book your appointment today. Like them on Facebook and visit them online at locksetrock.com. It's the Colvin Brothers Thanksgiving Show. There's your other hand. Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. On Z93. So green. Well, I'm holding your wheel. 
It's the Coleman Brothers on Z93, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. Me and Michael have a guest in the studio. He's usually in the next studio, but we don't allow him on the microphone too much. Mm. It's the Breckman. He gets his moments on the show, though, right, Breckman? Absolutely. Now, they let me out of the production booth today. Well, because the show is worldwide, you know, we've got the podcast. We also have the Z93HV.com and the iHeartRadio app. When you're going to be featured prominently on the show, who do you ask to tune in? Oh, all of my friends on Facebook and uh, all of my uh contacts that I have on my phone. I mean, I just spread the word all over. All righty. Well, we had some Queen, I'm in love with my car, and Michael uh, had a crack guy that was in love with his car. Yeah, yes, apparently. But uh, yeah, that's the song that they kept making fun of. They kept referring to it in the movie that came out a couple years ago that won all the Oscars. Um, I don't think they ever even got around to, to using it on the soundtrack, but I've always loved it because it's not Freddie. It's Roger's song, and it just rocks. Who died today? Who died today? Uh, I got two for you. Number one, in 1994, serial killer dubbed the Milwaukee Killer. Jeffrey Dahmer gets killed in prison at age 34. And uh, if you follow any of the movies, I think there's like 12 of them out there. He was clubbed to death with a metal bar because yeah. uh, you know his targets were only men, and some of them were boys. And then he got a little bit of revenge. They call you short eyes in prison if you're a molester of any kind. And uh, the bespectacled cannibal saw his demise in a bathroom in a Milwaukee jail. But I have to interrupt because I was speaking about Jeffrey Dahmer with a friend of mine, and I referred to him as a cannibal. Mm. And my friend told me, you cannot call him a cannibal. You can only say that he had an eating disorder. Oh, <laughs> man. Save it for the show. So, if, so let's say that. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer was at your place at, on Thanksgiving. What would he go for? Legs and thighs. That's right. <laughs> and Loatian boys. Oh, man. I think he was at one of our Christmas Eves. My head is in Milwaukee. That was a song. We, he had a long stretch, though. He went from 78 to 91. You know what? It, like Dexter, uh, he was able to keep his cover. Yeah, and there's a lot of movies out there. If you guys ever watching the Jeffrey Dahmer movies, I, I, I'm more into the real life stuff. All right, uh, if I, so here's what I recommend, Breck. While you're on the cruise, it's called My Friend Dahmer in uh, 2017. You'll probably enjoy that one. And if you can't get it, I think I know somebody to your left that will probably hook you up. I got connections, Chris Whitson. Thank you. Number two in 2010. Canadian actor who starred in Police Squad, a uh, big hit with uh, Frank, our father, Airplane and Naked Gun, Leslie Nielsen dies of pneumonia at 84. And like a midget at the urinal, I was going to have to stay on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a, a major loss. What people forget is that up until Airplane, he had only done serious roles, which is exactly why he and Robert Stack and those guys were, were cast in Airplane, which now... You know, generations later, they're only known as these, you know, you like gladiator movies, which was Robert Stack. But yeah. uh, my favorite Leslie Nielsen quote, truth hurts. Maybe not as much as jumping on a bicycle with the seat missing, but it hurts. <laughs> what do you got there, Breckman? And mine is, striker, listen and listen close. Flying an airplane is no different than riding a bicycle. Just a lot harder to put baseball cards in the spokes. Ah, there you go. And a belated happy birthday to a uh, friend of the show, Albert. He uh, turned... Albert. 45 on Thanksgiving. I believe I'm DJing his wedding in 2022. Oh, man, that's a spoiler alert. You know, he hasn't even posted it on Facebook yet. So I said, Oh, really? I said, well, I told him, I said, we're probably going to talk about it on the show. He's like, oh, all right, we don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Here's uh, Soul Asylum. It's Runaway Train. We're the Colton Brothers on Z93. Call you up in the middle of the night Like a fireflower down in a night You were there like a blowtorch burning they could use a little turning So tired that I couldn't even sleep So many secrets I couldn't keep Promised myself I wouldn't weep But one more promise I couldn't keep It seems no one can help me
little insane It's just easier than dealing with the pain Runaway train, never going back Wrong way on a one-way track Seems like I should be getting somewhere Hudson Valley Heroes. Real Hudson Valley Heroes. We salute you. Mr. Eat Thanksgiving Dinner at the Local Diner Guy. Mr. Eat Thanksgiving Dinner at the Local Diner Guy. Your family has had it with your political views. And you've been unceremoniously uninvited from all family functions until further notice. Overzealous creepy uncle. So... Instead of watching lions and cowboys and bears on the big screen TV, you are settled up to the counter of the neighborhood greasy spoon with a bunch of woke, out-of-town hostile dwellers and that crazy lady from Fifth and Main. Grandma's coming home! The holiday season is upon us, but the only season you are enjoying is those mystery flakes in that COVID-infested canister to your left. Just a dash will do you, yeah. And don't even think of disturbing that unidentifiable insect that just laid its eggs in your twice-baked potato. She's not in the mood. Ow! So we salute you, Mr. Eat Thanksgiving Dinner at the Local Diner Guy, your cold turkey sandwich, your hepatitis C, and your ink. You are a real Hudson Valley hero. The Coleman Brothers on Z93 all hour long. Songs based on our theme, planes, trains, and automobiles. Which was inspired by the John Candy movie yeah, with Steve Martin, of course, which you watch every Thanksgiving. See, Steve is one of those guys that can watch the same movie over, 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 over and be entertained every time. I can't pull uh, that off. But it's one of those movies, and maybe, Breck, you can uh, attest, it's one of those movies that is so good, you have to watch it with the holidays because with my kids, we watch for Thanksgiving. There's not too much cartoons. So we do Garfield's Thanksgiving, and we do Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. Shout out to Peppermint Patty. Then I do Plane Train and automobiles. Now, if there's a movie that you guys want to watch that's something a little obscure, it's Jodie Foster's uh, movie she directed. It's called Home for the Holidays with Robert Downey Jr. It's also got uh, Anne Bancroft in it. It's got uh, Steve Gutenberg in it, and it's about a dysfunctional family that all comes together for Thanksgiving, and <laughs> I highly recommend that because I think all of us come from dysfunctional families. Uh, dysfunctional uh, with a capital D. And I wanted I didn't want to let the hour pass without mentioning this. Um, six years ago, we had Thanksgiving at your house, as we do every year. I always go to the Martin Estate for uh, the, the, the Poughkeepsie version because yes. you've got several houses around the globe. Um, but it was the last meal that we had with your father. Ah, yes. And yep. if you remember, um, I'm not a religious man, but he did lead the prayer. And do you want to tell everybody what his big closer for the prayer was? Oh, my goodness. Do you remember? Regale me on it, because I have a totally different... He blessed He blessed the meal, and at the end, instead of saying amen, he said good night. He did indeed. Yeah. And, and that was the night he went into the hospital. Yeah, anyway, before I went to Mahoney's to do uh, turkey Oki, I helped you get him into the Pizzi Cruiser that's still around. I yeah. know who owns it. Yeah. Um, and that was the last time I saw him outside of a hospital visit. But uh, So that's like my, you know, that's a Thanksgiving memory. It's bittersweet, but I like the fact that I was there for it. Thank you so much for remembering that. So what's happening at Mahoney's this week? Tonight, you got to check out the Browns and the Ravens at 820. You said Browns, I just thought of Albert again. But yeah. uh, happy birthday. Yes, uh, football at Mahoney's. It's no joke. We've got a special menu. Our uh, our wait staff is all attentive. And the best time of year because our Christmas decorations are up. Yeah, I love the hanging tree. Yeah, the tree is there. The Christmas lights are there. And of course, when 
the F-bomb is there. (laughs) You want to know why she's not coming over for Christmas Eve this year, Breck? No, why? Because then there'd be nobody at Mahoney's. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Jelly specials, you can get that at Mahoney'sIrishPub.com. Follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Facebook. And then, uh, of course... Uh, DJ Tilt is there right after Jazz Night on Tuesdays. Get tilted with DJ Tilt. You know what? He's really made, uh, out of all the things since the pandemic, I am most grateful, because it is Thanksgiving, I am most thankful for DJ Tilt. He played the twist by the Fat Boys for me. (laughs) That's a real thing. The Fat Boys had a a hit with the Beach Boys, which actually led to the Beach Boys scoring a number one with Kokomo a year later. So, as uh, is very common even today... Once you hit with a formula, the record company tries to repeat said formula. So sure enough, they, they dug up Chubby Checker, wherever he was at the time, and had him record a new version of The Twist with the Fat Boys that didn't do as well. Uh, we got one more song. It's Bruce Springsteen, Pink Cadillac. And Breckman, I'm going to put you on the spot. Did you uh, or Terry ever own a Cadillac growing up? Did not own a Cadillac. The closest I had was a 1962 Volkswagen Bug. Is that the closest thing? I think so. Uh, <laughs> we'll just go with it. What color, what color was it, Breckman? It was... Sky blue. I was, I was I was picturing blue in my head, yeah. All right. Well, Breckman, thanks for joining us this hour. Uh, you're getting ready to go on a cruise, so make sure you pack enough boxers. And, uh, you know, what are you going to do when you're there? Are you going to gamble? I might gamble. Just getting on the boat is a gamble with my family. Yeah, I know. And it's a good thing you got your shots. Speaking of shots, do some with me this Wednesday. I'll be hosting karaoke at Mahoney's. All right. We need to get out of here and have another slice of leftover pumpkin pie. We're the Coleman Brothers and Breckman on Z93.
Coven Brothers Podcast. Here in this building here on a low floor. Kennedy gets a kill zone there. It's a turkey shoot. It's family. Wow.